Thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the opportunity just to gather together in this afternoon, just to come aside uh, to seek your face, uh, to hear your word, and to offer our lives to you again in thanksgiving. Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would come and speak to our hearts and minds and uh, show us how to travel through the tough times that we're in uh, with joy, with effectiveness, uh, holding on to faithfulness as your followers, followers of Jesus Christ. And I pray, Father, that you would uh, enable me to speak your word to your people, uh, both those gathered here and those who are listening uh, by way of the podcast, uh, boldly and faithfully, in a way that brings you honor and glory. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Psalm 100 says, it's a psalm for giving thanks. It says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. And then over to Ephesians. Great little passage here. Uh, Just starting with verse 17 in chapter 5, down to verse uh, 21, the end of uh, verse 21. Paul writes here and says, Therefore, do not be foolish. He just talked about how we've got to pay attention to how we walk and live. Uh, Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. May God bless to us this reading from his holy word. Well, let me tell you, when I got the news that Brexit was going to be postponed, I don't think I was feeling very thankful. You know, I'm probably one of many, many people in the country that right now is just like, get it over with. I mean, either you're in or out, you'll get, and just hearing it all the time and it's constantly, and now you're hearing it on Thursday afternoon when you thought you could get away in God's house. Uh, the one place in the world you not hear about Brexit. Now, all of a sudden, it's brought up again. Uh, and the thing is, you know, when we're looking at what a mess uh, things seem to be, and sometimes what a mess our government makes of things, uh, it's very easy to be very critical of the government. Uh, it doesn't matter which party is in power. They all seem to make the same kind of mess of things. It's very easy to be critical of the government. It's very easy to be critical uh, of uh, you know our, our governing system. It's very easy to be critical of a lot of things and forget to be thankful. Uh, but when we really think about it, we are one of a very few number of people globally that have the privilege of living in a country that has so much freedom and respects the rule of law, uh, respects government, and respects the people of our country uh, there's very few that do that. Uh, if, if I was standing right now in the middle of the United States, I could give a very similar kind of thing, talking about Trump again, and everybody's kind of tired of hearing about Trump, uh, or any number of other places. We could talk about this and be critical and, and, and not be thankful, but I tell you, if we were in China and we were 
speaking, I was speaking like this, and it was being recorded, and it was being put on the internet, I guarantee you that I would find my way in jail. And I would be spending some time uh, hosted by the government of China in less than pleasant facilities. Uh, And the same is true in any number of other places. You know, it is so easy for us. In fact, it's the normal tendency for us as human beings not to be thankful, but to be critical. Not to be grateful, but to be uh, 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 ungrateful uh, and unreceptive toward the blessings that we have. And that can easily happen for us, even in our walk with the Lord. How many times have I heard, I, I, probably over my years, I've heard more Christians complain about their church than I've heard Christians thank God for their church. I've heard more Christians complain about uh, their pastor or their elders than thank God for their elders. But the, the problem with this approach is that if we are ungrateful, if we are unthankful, if we fail to practice thanksgiving, it will hinder us as we seek to travel through tough times. I mean, think about it. We have a choice here with our government. Either we can wallow in the dysfunction and problems that we see in the government, or we can choose to be thankful for the kind of government that we have that can have these kinds of problems and things, and yet still the country functions, still things go along. uh, And it makes a big difference in terms of our attitude, in terms of the way that we go through the seasons that we're in. And so in this series, we've been talking about traveling through tough times. And I've been saying, I think the times are going to get tougher. They're not going to get easier. Uh, And that's globally. I think we're going to enter into a very, very difficult season globally. And we as Christians need to know how are we going to travel through these tough times. And one of the things that we must learn, and not only learn, but also practice, is giving thanks. Now, as we, as we go through this, I've said the overarching two things that we always have to keep in mind is that our focus has to be on Jesus, and we have to be filled with God's Holy Spirit. If our focus isn't on Jesus and we're not filled with the Spirit, then all these things we try to do really don't amount to much. Uh, but if we're focusing on Jesus, filled with the Spirit, and then we begin to put these things into practice in a regular basis, it will make a big difference for us in traveling through tough times. And so we must practice giving thanks. Learning how to give thanks and give thanks effectively is absolutely essential. As Paul says here, uh, as Paul said there in Ephesians, and it's really striking what he said. He says, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of Jesus. So Paul says, whatever's happening, we need to learn how to Give thanks to God always and for everything, always and for everything, to our Father through Jesus Christ, always and for everything. Now, I don't think that that means that that God is saying, oh, I've got cancer. Oh, thank you, God, that I have cancer. You know, it's not that kind of attitude. He's not saying, oh, God, my, my government's falling apart. Thank you that we have Brexit and everything's falling apart. Uh, I don't think that's the attitude. I think what he's saying here is that no matter what circumstances you're in, no matter what situation, we always look for things to give thanks for. We always look for things to give thanks for. I remember a number of years ago, I came back, I, was, I got really ill in Germany, uh, flew back, uh, saw my GP, and he immediately sent me to the hospital. And I spent the weekend in the hospital. They thought I might have had a perforated ulcer. 
after doing all kinds of tests and things, they couldn't find anything. Uh, but, uh, but it was kind of a miserable weekend. I mean, nobody that I know really likes the hospital food, and it was pretty dire that weekend. You know, I thought I might starve to death. I was grateful that for most of it I couldn't eat. You know, they said, just give me the IV. And so that, that was good. That really helped me through that. But, you know, even in the midst of that and the pain and the difficulty, one of the things I was thinking is, God, thank you that I'm in a system where I don't have to worry how am I going to pay for this. Thank you that I'm getting good care. Thank you that I have people looking after me. Thank you that I'm getting the medicine that I need and the care that I need and the tests that I need. And I don't have to worry, am I going to be evicted now from my house because I can't pay my medical bills? I I don't have to worry, uh, does my wife have to get a second job in order to pay for these things? I I knew that I was in the system. And so I was giving thanks even in the midst of that. And I think that that's the idea that Paul is trying to give us, that at all time, in every situation we find ourselves, we look for things to be thankful for. And what we will find is that there's never a situation in life that we're in where we cannot find at least something to be thankful for. We have uh, testimonies of, of people that have been imprisoned for the cause of Christ, and many of them will tell stories about how God just gave them small blessings, and that they were constantly learning how to give God thanks. And, and those kinds of things were, were some of the things that really sustained them through the very difficult times, learning for the little things to give thanks for. And so that's the idea. And as we travel through tough times, we must be looking always and in every situation to give thanks to God our Father. And it's interesting that Paul says not just God, but God the Father. So recognizing the relationship we have with him uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the one who saved us, he's the one who's redeemed us, and he's the one who's enfolded us into God's family. So we, we always and in everything give thanks. But how do we do that? I mean, does that mean then that we just go around and say, oh, thank you, God, for this. 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 I, I don't think that that's what it means at all. Obviously, to give thanks means to express our gratitude. But it also includes showing our appreciation and returning the kindness as all part of what it means to give thanks. And so that's why we turn to Psalm 100. It's such a brilliant psalm. And it's interesting, of all the psalms, this is the one psalm that says, this is a psalm for the purpose of giving thanks. This is the, that's the orientation of the psalm, is this is how we give thanks. This is how we give thanks. And when we look at this psalm, and again, I won't walk through it uh, 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 line by line, but when we look at this psalm, I think we can find four things out of this psalm that help us to understand what it means to give thanks. The first of these begins at the, at the beginning. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Now, the word serve there uh, can also be translated as worship. Uh, But in this sense, it's not worship in the sense of, oh, Jesus, I love you, I love you, I love you. But it's worship in the sense of what you have done today in coming here to worship God, to listen to the word. I mean, this is serving the Lord. Even though hopefully you're getting a blessing out of this, what you're actually doing is serving the Lord. And so this first thing that uh, the psalmist is, is saying to us here, if you will, is we need to joyfully worship God, give our service to God. Uh, I remember back when I was a, a younger guy in my, uh, in my home church, a Presbyterian church in the States, uh, there was this one guy who was um, um, a bit disabled, 
uh, and uh, one of these people that that had very little self-consciousness about the the influence he had on other people. And he would always, every week, he would sit in the very front row of the church, and he was always the loudest voice. It wasn't a big church, so he's always the loudest voice, and he couldn't sing in tune. So if if he was singing uh, O Taste and See, it would be like, O Taste and See, that the Lord is good! I mean, that's, and that would be the whole, and this, these were hymns, you know. And when you have a, a, a pianist that's probably not playing the hymns so well, and this guy singing like that, it was really, really a challenge. But what he's doing, he's making a joyful noise uh, unto the Lord. And so even if you can't sing, you can make a joyful noise. And so this is really coming before Lord, before the Lord. And if we sing, we make a noise, we, we get in there. And the reason the word serve is so important is sometimes we don't feel like doing it. Sometimes we're not making an emotional connection with it, but we're engaging with it. Uh, and that's serving the Lord, that's worshiping the Lord, and doing that with joy uh, is one way that we give thanks. Another one that goes on in the next verses, know that the Lord, he is God, it's he who made us, we are his, we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Uh, and this, one of the ways that we, another way we give thanks to the Lord is by getting to know him and also to understand our relationship with him. So when we get to know who God is, when we're studying the word, uh, when we're coming together and we're talking about God, we're learning, this is getting to know the Lord. And when, as we get to know, under, know and understand our relationship with God, that's another way that we give him thanks. Uh, I've really struck by the number of times you might have seen a news story, something like this, where the person is saved by somebody and they don't know who it is. And almost invariably, uh, maybe the person pushed them out of the way of a speeding car or maybe they, they kept them from falling over the bridge or something like that. But invariably in these stories, the person will say, I don't even know who did this. I wish I knew who it was so that I could thank them. There's a normal human desire for us to get to know those who have blessed us. And it's an aspect of our thanksgiving. And that's even truer with regard to God, who saved us, who's created us, who's made us, uh, who has said, hey, you belong to me. You're like the sheep of my pasture. Uh, the normal response of thanksgiving is the desire to know God. And so as we work to get to know God and understand our relationship to him, that's another way that we give him thanks. The third one comes down there uh, in verse 4. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his names. Bless his name. Now, this is what we traditionally think of as thanksgiving, where we are blessing God, blessing his name, who he is, with specific expressions of thanks and praise. And this is even when we come into his presence, even when we're coming to worship him, we should be thanking him and praising him in specific ways. Uh, one of my favorite exercises, and we won't do it now, uh, but I do it in my Freed to Lead conferences, is what I call the five-minute Thanksgiving challenge. And what I challenge people to do is for five minutes, just thank God. Uh, but you cannot repeat anything. So you can't spend five minutes saying, thank you, God, for my wife. 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 That's not it. You know, so you've got to thank God for specific things 
and you cannot repeat them. And, if, and I encourage you to try that sometime. And if you really want to challenge yourself, then make it even more specific. So sometimes when I do the five-minute Thanksgiving challenge, I will just thank God for Karen, but I'm not saying thank you, God, for Karen, thank you, God, for Karen. I'll say, you know, thank you, God, for her beautiful long hair. Uh, thank you, God, uh, for the way she cooks uh, schnitzel. You know, thank you, God. And I'll be very, very specific, and I'll just do that for five minutes. But that's what the psalmist is talking about here, giving specific thanks and praise for God. We don't say, praise you, God, because you're God. We say, praise you, God, because you created this beautiful sky. Praise you, God, because you created the rain. Praise you, God, because you created me. And be very, very specific, and that blesses God. And that's the normal way we think of Thanksgiving, but we really need to zero down. It's not just, you know, the kind of thing, oh, oh, thanks. Thanks for that, God. Thanks for what? We need to be very, very specific, and that just reminds us of all the things God has done. So we worship the Lord joyfully. We get to know the Lord and our relationship with him. We give him specific thanks and praise. And then uh, the last one, for the Lord is good, his steadfast love endures forever, and his faithfulness to all generations. In this, we honor God's character. We honor God's faithful covenant. Uh, is covenant faithfulness. We honor God's goodness. This is all about expressing uh, our gratitude for the character of God, for who he really is. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm very thankful that our God is not the kind of God who could just decide tomorrow to send me to hell. No, he is faithful to his covenant with me, even if I mess it up, even if I'm not faithful. He is faithful. I'm very thankful that uh, I, I don't follow a God who could tomorrow decide he's really upset with me uh, and then just be mean to me. Uh, I'm very thankful that I follow a God who is involved with me and who really cares about me. Uh, I'm very thankful that I follow a God who really sticks to me uh, closer than anybody ever could stick with me. I, I am very thankful that I follow a God who is always good, who will never do anything to me that is not inherently good and who will even take all the junk that happens to me, according to Romans chapter 8, and weave it all together so even all the junk that happens that he doesn't cause, even all of that stuff works out for my good. Now, that's the character of God, and we bless, we honor God for God's character. So when we practice thanksgiving, it's not simply just quoting out Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's really getting specific. It's really zeroing in, worshiping the Lord joyfully, getting to know who he is, specifically thanking him and praising him, and honoring his character. And we do all of this because we are able to know who God is. We're able to experience his goodness all because of what God has done for us in his son, Jesus Christ. And that reality reassures us constantly that no matter what tough, tough times we're traveling through, God's with us and he loves us. So let's practice giving thanks. Let's pray. Thank you, God, right now for your word. Uh, thank you uh, for all that you have done for us, for all the goodness that you've shown us through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for allowing us to be here in this place on this day. Thank you for allowing us to be part of this nation in this time in history, you are so good 
and you're so awesome. You're so amazing. And we love you with all the passion of our being because you love us with all of yours. And we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's stand again.